This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Black ball. Black, black, black ball. Black ball. Black, 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 What's up, everybody? My name is James Dufiore, and I just woke up because I had an after after work nap, and I didn't even take off my work shirt, and I'm huffing and puffing <laughs> because the battery um, charge thing for my laptop was like, you need a battery charge right when the intro started, so I ran just now to plug it in. I think it worked. <laughs> I think everything's fine. I'm hoping Ryan Lindley will save me because uh, I don't want to do this alone. Fuck off, intro music. <clears throat> I don't want to do this alone. Apparently, I'm doing this alone. I've sent the link out to a few people. Um, I don't know who's coming and who's not. Uh, I haven't even opened my Red Bull yet. I was literally unconscious like four minutes ago. Casual Friday. That's how we do it. Hmm. I I should just pretend that Red Bull is my sponsor. Do you often sleep through the beginning of your podcast time slot? If you do, try Red Bull. Red Bull, when consumed in combination with 100 milligrams of marijuana could make you stay up almost through an entire episode of Casual Friday. No shrooms, by the way. Stone 1A, whose name I still don't know. How many shrooms so far? None. Okay, smart guy. <laughs> no shrooms. Just edibles. Just, just... Look, I came home. Last night I cooked a, um, a tenderloin roast. Without twine, so it didn't cook evenly. I didn't have any twine, so I couldn't tie it up. And then this um, this afternoon, I got home, or this evening, probably around 5.30. And uh, I'd say at around 7 o'clock, I took like, I don't know, a pound of that roast. Maybe, maybe like three quarters of a pound. And... Um, and ate the rest of it in this big chunk that I put above uh, the fries that I made for my son. 
And uh, I ate that. Right before I ate that, I, I think I took 50 grams or 50 milligrams of edibles. And I couldn't, and I was like waiting for the munchies so that I could eat it during the munchies. And then the munchies never came. So I just ate this big chunk of meat on top of fries. And then it's like eight o'clock, I guess, by the time I was done. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> so smart I am. After eating that gigantic piece of meat and french fries, I, I'm going to lie down. Lie down. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Nothing bad's going to happen if James lies down after eating 50 milligrams of edibles and and a bunch of meat. Um, but I'm going to lie down, and I am going to watch... What was I watching? The, the, the One Man in His Shoes documentary. Michael Jordan and his Air Jordans. And the next thing I know, it's 923. <laughs> I'm like... I got a show to do. Look at me. I have a Lush product here. Um, and I can't even tell you the name of it. Here, the name of it is this. That's right. It went through the laundry. But you know what's good about Lush products? They can go through the laundry and then the shit inside, not impacted. I know. It's crazy. Lush, if you're listening, I could use a sponsor that gives me lots of free things. I don't have tits. This guy says I has I have tits? What's itis? I don't know what itis is. I thought it said tits. Sorry, JM. I don't have tits. I don't know what itis is. Like iliitis and colitis? Like itis? What is itis? Someone tell me what itis is? I don't know what itis is. Hello? I'm going to look up itis. Fuck you. Itis. Define. Forming names of inflammatory diseases used to reference to a tendency or state of mind as compared to a disease. Credit carditis. Okay, let's go back to the comment. See if it makes any sense yet. James, Jesus, James, you have itis. I don't know what that means, man. Is that like, oh, you're sick, bro? I'll take it. JM says I'm sick. I'm sick, everybody. Napitis. Come on, you can't change your thing now. Like napitis. That's like Watergate. The way everything is gate now. Like this is itis gate. You know, craft disease. What the fuck does that mean? Are you guys trying to say? Um, is it just Italians? Who is it? Italians? Is it? Italians and black people there's something that Italians I think it's I think it's Italians and black people have in common where they eat too much food at Thanksgiving and fall asleep isn't that a, isn't that their word or or like a generalization or a stereotype that I'm allowed to apply towards Italians probably but not black people because glam pasty and white um but but where you like fall asleep oh wait a second yeah that's a racist thing Fuck. so well, I'm glad I didn't say it because I was like where what, what am I thinking of and it's really bad now. But it was, it was, I heard someone say WAP-itis once because of that. So I'm going to go with that. No, I don't have WAP-itis. J-M. WAP is a derogatory term, I'm allowed to say, because I'm a WAP. Oh, I was about to drink that backwards. <sighs> mm. 
Okay. Let's do a recap first. Last week on Black Bulb was very interesting. So, okay. I, I have to go back to the episode list because I don't remember anything right now. All I remember is not doing the Chris Sky interview and interviewing Sherry. Oh, wait. Okay. Then I, I interviewed Sherry DeNovo. Okay. Let's go, let's go to the tape here. Okay. Let's do that. So, on Monday, we had Rocco A. Champong on the show. Rocco was there to talk about the John Tory resignation, and he did a great job. That's about all the recap I give on Rocco. Like, it wasn't boring or anything, but, he, you know, I don't know what to say other than that. Sherry DeNovo, she was on on Wednesday. I had a doubleheader on Wednesday to make up for Tuesday's absence. So, Wednesday. Wait a second. Was that Wednesday? Guys, who let me do this? Okay, Sherry. De- okay, that's right. Okay, so Sherry DeNovo on Wednesday. Um, she's the former MPP for Parkdale High Park. I ended up doing an article about her interview because it was that fascinating. She's a fierce left winger who I really enjoy talking to because she doesn't seem to to me to come off like all of the annoying left wingers that I know. Although I know that she is friends with people that I find annoying. So whatever that means. Um, I saw a picture of her with Desmond Cole um, earlier today. And uh, Desmond doesn't like me um, at all. <laughs> he has a visceral hate on for James. And um, and that's just the way it is. So that's fine. Okay, so after the Sherry Genova interview, it was supposed to be like a schizophrenic moment on Blackball. A Blackball doubleheader. That would literally like span the entire political spectrum with Sherry DeNovo on the far left, although I still really love her. And then on the far right, Chris Skye. I know what you're thinking, why? <laughs> I know that's what you're thinking. And the answer is, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. And it really did. It, it, it was one of those ideas that I had where I knew it was working because several people were like, Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Trying to like, you know, get clicks by having this man on your show. Look how sad he looks. You know, kind this is might be if you take away the just say no hoodie, which by the way, is just a complete ripoff of a Nancy Reagan um anti drug tagline. I hope people understand that by now. But anyways, but this is towards the mandate. So the entire um, you know, transcending vibe of the hashtag is is a complete original it's a pioneer if you will james i don't think it is but other than that he looks sort of like he looks like a sad like you know, like a shoemaker he looks like a shoemaker <laughs> kind of wait a second i did that i did that to his photo um because I, I took that photo sorry and then i did something else to it what did i do with it you might ask well let me tell you i did something that you were not to expect. I really should clear these things before. Oh, there it is. So, so you take that picture. So, so those listening at home, I am flashing one picture of Chris Guy, which is him in a hoodie, but with a remarkably endearing look on his face. Look at him, children. He looks sensitive and and he and he turned his haircut into a politician's haircut with the whole party on the side thing. He looks like he could belong to a club soon or a cult. I mean, okay. So let's go back to here. 
Um, and then I did this. That's right. You see what I did, children? I flipped it and made it black and white and tightened up that shot on that ever so endearing face of his. Anyways, that's Chris Guy. He canceled on me. Um, and to be honest, it was, was kind of shitty. <laughs> I would say it's kind of a shitty thing to do, considering the fact that, um, as you'll be able to see in, in a moment, he canceled one minute before we go live. He said, I'm sorry, I'm just not in the mood to talk to anybody right now. That For some reason, I don't know why, that is the first time I've attempted a Chris Guy impersonation. It might get better as the night goes on. It might not, since I'm not going to be talking to him um, past 940. And I was like, one minute before we go live, dude, dot, dot, dot. I figured that might make him go, oh, oh, right. Instead, he said, I was sleeping and just woke up. Sorry, not tonight. Now, the interesting thing about that is, is that although I can't see his tweets, I have wonderful people who will then tell me. <laughs> Dacosta, you can't do this shit to me. Um, I have people that tell me, oh, this is what he said. This is what he said, James. And I'm like, okay. So what was one of the things that he said? Well, let me show you because it's hilarious as always. Well, I can't show you because for some reason it's not there anymore. But someone said that he was like, oh, wait, did someone email it to me? No. Someone tweeted uh, a picture of him saying something, and I forget what it said, but it was something like, I, oh, yeah, it was like, the trial is still going on. There was, there was no update on the trial, so I didn't want to, like, go on the show because of the trial. Trial, trial, trial. And I was like, that's not true. He said he was sleeping, and he just woke up. So tonight. And then I was like, how about 9.30? He's like, it's not a time thing. I'm just not in the mood to talk to anybody. Sorry, I'm spelling, I'm, I'm phonetically pronouncing his typos. Let me try that again. It's not a time thing. I'm just not in the mood to talk anybody. All right. So I was like, can you push through so I don't have dead air? And he's like, bro, I'm not in the mood to talk to anybody right now. Now his typos disappeared. So to me, that what that's saying is that he's really serious. Not in the mood to talk to anybody right now. But if you go to the picture that I can't find, right? <laughs> the picture that I can't find clearly demonstrates uh, that I can't remember what he said, but it was basically that he couldn't go because of the trial. I can't find it, guys. I can't find it. Guys, I am now 17 minutes awake, and I don't know why Ryan isn't here yet. I don't know why I have to put up with, with him deciding not to, not to do stuff when I fall asleep. It's not fair, Ryan. You know, all of the other things are in place or not in place, promises that I made. Here you go, Ryan. I'm giving you a link, even though you can get into the back end. The guy I work with, after having my one-year-old, bro, the vaccine made my balls go on fire. I don't think I'll have kids. This was spawned by talking about Chris Guy, I believe. I hope. Because I have no idea what's going on. I, oh, my God. 
JM, do you want to call? Here, this is for JM. We need to talk about your coworkers <laughs> right away, please. Uh, okay. Where's that? Where's Emma supposed to be here? Where the fuck is Emma? God, I am the only one that's allowed to be this ridiculous. There you go, Emma. I just gave her the link. And you know what, Emma? Emma's going to use it. You wonder why? Because she knows that despite the fact that I was asleep, it doesn't mean that everybody has to sleep on Jamesy, you know? Don't know what that's about. I'm not a very good, like, manager, I don't think. I think the manager himself is, like, asleep um, 24 minutes into when the show's supposed to be on air. Probably not a good leader. You know, I, I don't want to lead. I don't want that responsibility. I just want to make good shows. I want to make sure that my microphone um, is working. And by the way, you know how I know it's working? Because people will be like, oh, it's perfect, James. And right now, I think it is. It's probably pretty good. But it's so loud in the headphones because of the way my settings are. What's good to the public is really loud to me. So it's it's painful. Guys, this is... This is the kind of shit that a podcast, a popular, I might add, podcaster has to put up with. Being responsible for tech. <laughs> so that you guys can have a better experience. I don't get it. I don't really see what the big deal is. Mm-hmm. Alright. Then after the Chris Sky, this is my favorite, my, my favorite, oh, that's what I should start doing. What's my favorite interview of the week? Well, my favorite interview of the week was when I interviewed this man. What did you think I would do at this moment? This is wake up voice. Come on, give me a second. When I'm faced with the knowledge. It's like 60, 60%. That you just don't love me. I could probably do it better if I was like more confident in myself overall as a human being. But that's about anyways, his name is Billy Vera. Billy Vera is in the documentary that I watched um of his called From Harlem to Hollywood. Um he's one of the most fascinating cats ever. I'm going to be honest. I only really knew him because of the song at this moment, the one that I just butchered. And I only knew that song because of the show Family Ties and the um, the the award-winning performance of one Michael J. Fox who played APK, a.k.a. Alex P. Keaton. And all of a sudden, I come home from school. I'm 10 years old. And I'm crying. Um, no, wait. I'm not crying yet. Hold on. Let me rewind. You, yeah, you, you. Okay. I come home from school. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to figure out how to distract myself from the fact that Jeanette Bradley told me that she didn't want me to be her boyfriend today. Okay? I was 10 years old. So I looked at the calendar and I was like, fuck, it's Thursday. This is great. It's 1985. Awesome. Back to the Future may or may not have been out already. But I get to watch the star of Back to the Future 
Alex B. Keaton, a.k.a. Michael J. Fox, in Family Ties at 8.30, which is following on the footsteps of the greatest show ever before we found out that the main star of the show is the most prolific rapist in American history, The Cosby Show. Obviously, best show ever at the time. You're 10. You're thinking, the Huxtables will show the way away from Jeanette Bradley in, in my darkness. And so... I watched The Cosby Show. The Rapist doesn't disappoint. It's a great show. And then I go on to um, Family Ties, and all of a sudden, this song comes on. And it's At This Moment by Billy Vera, and I'm like, I'm going to start crying now. So I hightail out of the, bed, out of the uh, living room. Um, my family was, I don't remember what the dynamic was. It was either everyone or three people or something. I have two sisters and mom and my mom and dad were still pretending to like each other back then. And uh, I go to the bathroom and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, why the fuck am I crying? And all I hear is, did I think I would hate you? And I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, that's why I'm crying. The fucking songs make me fucking cry. I fucking, yeah, I fucking hate this song. And I love the song. And I would like, and it was before the internet. So I would have to like seek out, how do I find the song? Luckily, um, through the power of Michael J. Fox, a.k.a. APK, um, the appearance of that song on that episode of Family Ties made it a hit. Five years after its initial release, when it wasn't a hit, it creeped on the charts, didn't get close. APK, a.k.a. Michael J. Fox, kisses his girlfriend, who, by the way, he's still married to in real life. That girl, don't know her name. And, um, and this man... Um, and the song becomes like this this weird thing where it like I hear it and it just makes me sad every time I hear it until like the age of 46. I, I, it's not a song that makes me happy in any way, shape or form. So I have him on the show. In case you're wondering, this is him. And by the way, um, this is me and, um, and Jeanette Bradley. Okay. This is grade five. Okay. We look like siblings. Um, frankly, it looks like children of the corn. We're able to buy some sweatshirts in a way. Children of the auburn corn instead of the blonde corn, but whatever. And um, and so that's the girl that I was crying over. This is me on the right. And by the way, that shirt says International Bad Boy Club. Just to let you all know. Just to let you ladies know what I was all about back in grade five. I was, I was quite street. Quite, quite street. <laughs> So I have this gentleman on. He makes me cry over this girl when I'm 10. He's now on the show. And what do I do? I bring Jeanette Bradley, present day Jeanette Bradley, onto the show to talk to me and the guy that made me cry over her. Universe implodes. Mind blown. It was crazy. Emma's here to talk to me about how fucking retarded I am or stupid yeah. I am. I'm sorry. I said yeah. the R word. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. But I said something. Okay. My bad. Stupid. I'm stupid. I just woke up. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit stupid. But, How are you know. doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I just woke up. You just woke up. <laughs> I, just, I woke up. I forget what time it was now. 924. The show starts <laughs> at 9, by the way. I threw uh. my, my, my background up. At first, I was like pacing around for the first. If you would have saw me for the first 45 seconds of when I woke up, it would have been. <laughs> It would be like Benny, Benny, the Benny Hill show. Oh um, boy! 
and I'd just be running in yeah. circles, scratching my head, like pacing back and forth, trying to figure out, should I put it in the background? Oh my God, there's dishes over there. I got to put it in the background. Like it was just, it was, it was ridiculous. And then I just stopped and I was like, do the responsible thing here. Go out for a cigarette, collect yourself, come back in and Sorry, yammer endlessly, yeah. which is still taking place. How you doing? So the secret, the secret is to always make sure there's one spot in your house that's like podcast ready. Cause like. Definitely not podcast ready over there. Yeah. Do you have two <laughs> young children there? How old are your kids? 17 and 12. Okay. So your kids can just go the fuck yeah. to the store or something, right? Like yeah. They, they... I have the weekend to myself. Uh, long okay. weekends, they go, they go away. I haven't had one of those. Long weekends mean nothing to me oh. as a self-employed person. So. Well, actually, you know what? That's not true. I I've been, yeah, I've been rather um, strangely spoiled with um, time away, mm. but I also don't like it. Like, like I spent um, time away in the summertime, I think a total of a month out of the summer split between two sets of two weeks or whatever. And, and it was really, really hard not seeing my kids, man. Like, I've yeah. been kind of used to it. I've been divorced since I was like 23. So what are you now, uh... 26, what are you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm gonna take 26. I'm not gonna tell you how old I am. No, I'm 35. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I just if we we couldn't, go out, we, we couldn't go out unless you looked really tired because I only date older women. <laughs> <laughs> like if you, well, if, I, I do have like, I do have a, yeah. a tired eyeball right now. So can you can you try something in a mess for four days and then I'll come <laughs> see you? And I'll be like, oh, there we go. The sequels yeah, I didn't even see four days ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, mother, want another? <laughs> Mommy? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Do daddies and mommies call each other daddy and mommy? Like, like if someone really liked to be called daddy, would, um, would it be would it be weird and kind of cool and almost evening if like the other one would be called mommy? So it'd be like, fuck me, daddy. Be like, yeah, mommy. No, I. I would not yeah. be okay being called mommy. I mean, I've called someone daddy, but I don't have daddy issues. It was actually kind of really weird for me. Um, so I don't think I'll do that again. So you don't go all the way. Oh, <laughs> well, it's just, I don't have those kind of daddy issues. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, I had two loving fathers that made sure that, you know, I... I was completely emotionally destroyed by the time I reached my teenage years. So uh, I, I'm not going to seek out another daddy to do that in my adulthood. So <laughs> fair enough. So, does, so, so it's not a turn on for you then to be like, like, yo, daddy, like, like not call for someone me. else daddy. No. Well, and it's funny because um, in terms of kink, I'd be consider a, considered a little. And so usually the people that step into the role are considered daddies. Like when you hear like BDSM, like the daddy, the little girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, Does that mean you're submissive? Yes. Are you I'm a switch submissive. or are you no. like ideologically submissive? I am. Shut up. In... Shut up. Just kidding. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at me harder. Uh, no. Um... Someone gave me a card recently that says, don't bully me. I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, um, I like the one where it's like, oh, she told me she likes to be, uh, she she likes daddies, so I smacked her in the head for holding the, the flashlight wrong. So, <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> but yeah, no, I I'm a submissive uh, in the bedroom. Um, I'm 
I find because like I'm so in control of everything in my day to day life that in the bedroom I don't I don't want to think. I just want to do. I mean, there's certain things I want to do, but I'll say what I want to do, and then they just go. So, do you bottom, do you, isn't that called bottoming from the top? No, that is when you try and control things that you've already handed control over. Like you wanted to go a very specific way, and you didn't negotiate it that way. So, like if I say, "Well, I'd like to be tied up tonight," they can decide how to tie me up. Bottoming from the top would be like, "Well, no, you have to tie my ankles. You have to tie my hands." Yeah. yeah. Pull my yeah. hair. Yeah. But it's like, pull my hair like this, you know? Yeah. You, you don't really, I mean, apart from your negotiations and everything, uh, which usually start like before you bump uglies. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean like tw butterface twins? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Yeah. Um, I've been on air for like 20 minutes and I've been so offensive so many, like so many times already. I don't know. I don't know why Ryan hasn't rescued me yet. I, I don't know yeah, where you Like, what are you doing, bud? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, hold on. He may have messaged me. Yeah. He said something in the comments about being upstairs. So I guess he's doing old man stuff. I'm trying to call him out to make him come. Yeah. yeah, he's not He's, he's not answering. Yeah, Uncle that's Hank. right. Uncle Hank. Oh. Where are you? Yeah. You look good. Thank you. Yeah. I threw a hat on. Yeah, yeah you look better. grunge now. See, this is good. This is like reminding me of high school in a way, which yeah. is better than reminding me of elementary school because then it would just be like, hey. you'd be crying again. You'd be crying all over again for different reasons. Like, I mean, it, yeah. Make me cry. Uh, Emma, make me cry. Make, no, not like that. Make me cry like this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Ashley's messaging for him. Hi, Ashley. If, if you're in the chat, um, I still have your sweater. <laughs> Is that your sweat? Is that her sweater that's on you? No, this one's are mine. You, this one's mine. Are you guys buds? Are you guys? Are you guys like homies? Uh, when we have hung out, we've had a great time. We don't often get to hang out though. Um, you and Ashley fooled around. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Not yet. No. Um. No, we haven't. Um. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> Who's Ash Ashley and Ryan have the same um hall pass person? Who's the hall pass person? Oh, it's um, Suicide Squad girl. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Margo. Have you ever thought of showing up to their house dressed like that? Just just to see what would happen? Um, I kind of value their friendship too much to ruin it that way. Cause Listen, I would definitely called, I would definitely this... take Ashley home with me when I was done. So okay. okay. That that's a good save because otherwise you're just ruining bits. Well you you know, you could just play along for a second, right? And no. Just be like, oh god no. no. I'm trying to make you cry. You wanted me to make you cry. Okay, you are bottoming from or topping from the bottom. This is not what we negotiated. Like I, I'm you've sorry. been a very, very naughty boy. Just so tell me what to do in a manlier voice. Use no. more expletives. Yeah. <laughs> Get on your the fucking knees and apologize. No, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, that's, that would be hot if, if delivered, right, in, in the right way. But, but like, what? imagine a first-timer who's trying their best to be, like, topping from the bottom. And yeah. Like, can, can, you, can you choke me hard? Choke me harder. Well, okay, asking someone to choke you hard, harder isn't topping from the bottom. It's literally, like, choke me harder. Like, it's, it's working. Do it more. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. It, it's, when, it's when you're like on my Adam's so, apple, not with your index finger. 
<laughs> yeah, friend. that's the topping from the bottom. Feedback is allowed and encouraged quite often. Uh, um, so yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Are you, so are you single now? Like, what's? I'm not asking you that. I'm just making conversation. I've, oh. I've been single for ages. Okay. Um, can I tell yeah. you about our idea? See, maybe we can get like a real time um, feedback. Of, oh, our, our show idea? Yeah. Well, it's not really. Yeah. I mean, it, it's talking sex with Emma and James. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. You know, that's going to be the title. All I know for all I know, like for sure, is that whatever it's called, if there's an Emma and James portion of the title, it will be Emma and James and not James and Emma because I like to be on the bottom. All right. You know, what? <laughs> if I need to be on top, I can. Just kidding. I don't know. What I'm um, um, you know, yeah. I I would, yeah, I'd love to get some feedback. Like, if people would be interested, I'd love to have conversations with people, give advice about sex, talk about sex. You know, yeah. Even... Once I st- once I stop being this guy, which is still just a guy who woke up really stoned and really late, like it's it's a topic that I think I know a lot about. Um, I don't know about the psychology of of certain things, of the aspects of of certain lifestyles and stuff like that, but. I would certainly be able to give a male's perspective on problems in a relationship because I'm an expert at relationship problems. I am an yeah. expert. Yes. Oh, same. Very, very same. Yes. That's that's how I've become such a good educator. I've I have not learned from any of my st- of my own mistakes, but I'm really good at telling people how not to do them. There are no mistakes, <laughs> only excruciating lessons that you never fucking learn. That's all I was worried right you're going to quote Bob Ross and be like happy accidents. And I'm like, no, I have two happy accidents that are currently at their dad's house. So a happy uh, <laughs> accident is like a premature ejaculation thing. It's not, it's not even on my radar. Um, yeah, that's way, not happy. Who's way, ha- I, well, I guess one person's happy if there's a premature ejaculation, but well, I wouldn't call well, that. A- <laughs> let's talk about premature ejaculation for a second, because yeah. I think that there, there might be some confusion in the male community as to what that really is. A lot of people think that what that is, is when you just orgasm too quickly. No, that's not what it is. Premature ejaculation, I wonder if you can like imagine this, guys. It's happened to me when after prolonged, um, like after like two, three days of hard drug use. It is when the ejaculation occurs like sometimes five, ten seconds before the orgasm occurs. Mm -hmm. If you've never experienced that, it is everything in one go. It is weird and awkward and frustrating also athletic because in order to then achieve the orgasm that time between ejaculate and orgasm is super important and you got to be like Like, well you got to keep going like you got to keep going you got to fight the sensitivity that's right that's right it's like it already guys you know what i'm talking about it you know how like when you when you finish and then the, the um the your partner keeps going and it tickles you're already at the tickle stage before you get to the orgasm stage. Everything is inverted. It is crazy. Psychologically, you could probably commit murder in that gap of time between ejaculate and orgasm and get away with it. It's like, your honor, your honor. Have you ever <laughs> prematurely ejaculated? And your honor would be like 71. And he'd be like inside his head, under his robe. He's probably already done it twice during the trial. And he's, and he's sitting there like... Yes, yes, I do know what that is like. It drove yeah. me mad. And then, boom, yeah. you, you get off again. Yeah. I will say, yeah. I will say the few times I have encountered it, I've not mocked anyone. Um, it has been a buzzkill. Like, uh, I won't 
name names or anything. Obviously, nobody knows who my ex boyfriend is, but just yeah, in case it to name names, that would yeah. be a good start, Emma. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never like I like to be frank with my partners because I would actually hate. For them to is it Frank? Is it Frank? It's not Frank. Is it Frank? No, no. I was just gonna say I like to be frank with my partners because I'd hate for them to know my real name. But uh, no, um... I like to be Betty with my partners, so maybe we'd be. I'm Bikini list. Betty in in the Weed Shark movie. I got my trading card oh my the other God. day. Did you see that? See, see what we have going on? Yeah, we got I don't know what this. this means anymore. <laughs> Doesn't this actually mean when you do this? Like, I got my eyes on you. Yeah, I'm watching. Okay, I know you. what you're doing. Yeah. Um, do we have a Ryan? Is is, is there a Ryan update? <laughs> is anyone Daniel, what was our deal? What was our deal, deal, Daniel? Wow, that's a tongue twister. What was our deal, yeah. Daniel? He goes, Emma. I thought we had a deal. I. I don't know okay. what this is. Let's analyze, see. Let's start. Let's analyze this thought. Okay. So Emma, I thought we had a deal. LOL. Let me tell you what's going on in this in this comment. The Emma, I thought we had a deal thing. Twofold. Trying to be cute didn't really work, and trying to show Emma that you're being cute with Emma specifically. Eh, guess that worked literally. And then the LOL. That's where you lose everyone, dude. You're not confident with your with your joke. The LOL actually indicates that maybe the joke shouldn't have been told in the first place. Thank you very much. You'll see our yes. show, the Emma and James Sex Show, starting Sundays <laughs> at 8 p.m. Yes. Um, are we going to do this? What do you think? Should, should we try? I, I think we should try. I honestly do. Um, okay. I, I'd love to. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think we both bring a lot of knowledge and a lot of uh, different points of view to the, to the whole conversation around sex, too. So. I agree. And as long yeah. as we agree not to ever out each other for any of the things that we find out about each other during the making of this show, then we'll be in exactly. we'll be in good shape. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think we're <laughs> going to do that. If anyone has any um, ideas for us, maybe you can uh, click this link and and oh, and maybe we can have let's do a test run. If anyone yeah. has any sex questions, <laughs> that yeah. myself, this person right here, and the more qualified person. Right there. We can help you, I think. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. we can help you. We can try to help. Uh, we we will be your therapists. We will try our best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, um, so anyway, so um, I don't know if I ever finished my story, but, oh, I did. The universe imploded. That's right. Yeah. So that was trippy. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the ballad writer who made me cry over a girl in grade five was on my show yesterday with the girl I cried over. And I thought that it was really weird. And, um... I'm happy I did it. Um, it's weird. I, Billy Vera. Do you, if I said to you Billy Vera a week ago, would you know who I was talking about? No. But you know that's no. but you know that song though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. He. That's because in the documentary, like all of these famous people, like Ray Charles and um, Dolly Parton, and mm -hmm. all, these, all these really like top level like older but top level artists are all like he is someone that everyone in the music industry knows loves and respects but mm -hmm. if you ask 100 people who billy vera is maybe one or two might be able to tell you who he is yeah like before yeah i had no idea it's, it's another i don't know i kind of think it's sad when that happens though because if somebody's so well known in the industry i do think you know that makes them kind of an important part of of the artistry and creating everything. So they should become a household name. But there's so many people that don't become household names that without yeah. them, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, the art that we appreciate, the music we appreciate, wouldn't even be made. Yeah, I because I, you never remember the names of the one hit wonders. Mm -hmm. Unless it's Rick Astley. 
Yeah, but he's never going to give you up. He had two good. He had two hits though, didn't he? Oh yeah, that together forever. Yes, which was not cheesy at all. No, never. You know the record company should have known you do not make a start out of a ginger, no. unless it's the guy, the the some guy. What's his name from UK? What's that guy's name? Uh, Ed, Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I guess he's the only real like ginger superstar, right? There's nowhere other ginger superstars, right? And when I say what? ginger, I'm not talking about people with red hair. Yeah. I'm talking about people with that when they grew up. When they grew the... up, they had blonde eyelashes. That that's the people uh, I'm talking about. Yeah. Like like freaks. Prince Harry. No, not real freaks. I can't. Well, I mean, like Prince Harry. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. My penis oscillated. <laughs> That's all I think of when I hear that guy is that I'm voice sorry, audio. He <laughs> has a voice audio talking about his penis oscillating in pain, like between pa- pain and all this stuff. It's in his um, audio book. And he's like oh reading God. it. And I'm just thinking like, yeah. And he mentions his mom in the same <laughs> sentence. And it just. Oh my God. I cannot think of a better like intro for our show. <laughs> my penis is oscillating. <laughs> <laughs> And it has to be you that says it. <laughs> well, this is a really progressive show. How do you know? Well, because that person right there, I don't want to assume anyone's gender, just said her penis was oscillating. And I think this is the show for us, honey. You know? It would work. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we can make this work. What do you mean both from Whitby? I'm from Whitby. Are you from Whitby? No, I'm not. From, I've never even been to Whitby. Where's yeah. Whitby? Like, Who's I, I know. Both? Who's this both you're talking about, JM? Yeah. And I'm from the ham. Is there, are you someone that I know? <laughs> Do people why are why are people still using aliases online? What the fuck, Floyd Bumby? Your name is Shane. Fuck <laughs> you. Like, why why do people do this to everybody? So, well, guys, th- this is a fad that doesn't exist anymore for older people. I don't think this is not what we're supposed to do. Look at these names. Okay, there's. Well, I why, think why? a lot of. A lot of it either has to do with doxing or it's like the old MSN messenger days when you had like, you know, your your email address, which had nothing to do with you and everything to do about your hobbies. Wait a second. What did Ryan look at Ryan? Ryan's on the couch now, pal, migrated upstairs at 915. Ryan won't show up soon. Why is he talking about himself in the third person? I find that very off putting. I think that's Ashley. Or no, because he goes, I'm That's on the right. couch. Yeah. yeah. No, but I was wondering maybe she was messaging for him because someone said she was messaging for him. Sue yeah. Johansson. We we weren't talking about Sue Johansson. We were talking about Ginger. Sue Johansson is a goddess. Yes. We do we not were, deserve But I stole her. the name of her show. The Sunday Night okay, Sex Show. Sunday Night Sex Show. Yeah. Sex with not Sue. <gasps> oh. I like that. You know what else I love about it? Because you can't sue us for that name either, bitch. Right? Not, not her, <laughs> but just like yeah. the lawyer, the lawyer behind her. Right? Yeah. Like sex with not sue. Sex oh with God. not sue. Guys, I think I like think? that. <laughs> Been in communities for ten years. They still don't know my name. They don't need to. See, it's funny. I had to come up with a pseudonym for some of the other work that I'm doing, and I decided on Emma. Because the other name I chose, there was already someone at the station with a very similar name. So I had to change it again. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to shorten my name because everyone knows me as Emmeline. So other people just know me as Emma. And however they greet me in public is whether I know they've seen me naked or not. So, yeah. Okay. We have never even met before. 
No. And we're going to have a sex show together. Is mm-hmm. this a little, do you think it's a little too fast? Do you think we're moving too fast? Um, well, I mean, I, wanna, I could. Watch this, I could watch like, this. This is how you know I grew up with two older sisters that talk, talk to me about girls. Because um, if we're moving so fast, uh, too fast, I, I, I can totally give you some space. That's no problem. By the way, I love your shoes. And did you just get your hair done? Because it's amazing. <laughs> And you just got yourself in the friend zone. No, <laughs> it's fine. By me. I live four hours away. There was no chance, anyways. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, you've never heard of like phone sex or any of that sexting. And sexting is fun. I will fine. say, I'm Stop not. Begging. I'm not we'll offering. Do it. We'll do but, you know. show. Jesus Christ. Well, we're gonna, we're, we're probably, okay. Hear me out here. Okay. This is gonna. This is gonna, this is gonna sound awful, but I think. I think I might mean it because I don't have a filter and also it's funny. Let me just coat what I'm about to tell you with a Listerine strip so it doesn't sound right. so nasty. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it kind of make sense for us to have some sort of preambling something so that we at least know what each other is like on a visceral level? That's all I'm saying. That's well, all I'm saying. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to say LOL because I mean it. Sorry, JM, whoever that was. I don't know. I kind of like the uh, the feet to the fire exploration. That's that's my that's where it's fun. You just dive in and and explore that way. Okay. Well, listen. You live in Hamilton. I live in Killaloo. That means somewhere (laughs) in the middle is just outside of Killaloo. (laughs) Is that a real word? Are you making up words now? No. I live in a place (laughs) called Killaloo. I used to call it the place that really hates old fashioned bathrooms. Killaloo. Oh. That's the dad joke of all dad jokes. Thank you very much, everybody. But no, it's uh, it's in the Madawaska Valley, which is okay. Like, now I know you're just making shit up. No, <laughs> not making anything up. The Madawaska Valley. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So say I'm gonna try to do it for the people at home. So that's okay. So this is the top of Lake Ontario. So it's like Ottawa, Kingston, Toronto, right? How far up does Lake Ontario go? Well, I don't know. It's it's we're going left to right. So here, let's okay. try. Okay. So so we're Ottawa, right? Yeah. And... You froze, or I froze. One of us froze. Hello. Yeah, give me a second. Okay. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So let's review. Hold on. <laughs> this is really hard. Okay. Uh, Ottawa. Yeah. Kingston, Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Now you go north, like three hours. Three hours like, from where? Toronto, Kingston, Ottawa. Two and a half hours from Ottawa to go like northeast. Okay. So right above Kingston, but hours away is Killaloo. The Madawaska Valley goes like that, that. That's some pretty decent finger action. I'm already learning a lot about you from this. Thank this you. Thing Thank already. You. So Thank you know. You. Did you see, <laughs> see that? That was. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I think my helicopter impersonation might get you. Ready? Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 That. I don't think anything needs to be. That said. might I think have you done know it exactly for me. What I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we know what's happening. That might have here. done it for me. So. Yeah. Um, Listen, J.M. I can eat a peach for hours. Right? So, oh God! Face off. I want to take his face. Oh. This is what they did in Face Off when he made I love. <laughs> I would lose my shit and giggle and probably kick them off me if they like rubbed my face like that. 
Oh, like, ever have sex, is that, is the first thing I'm going to do after if we ever have sex, Emma, just hypothetically in the land yeah. of like a different dimension. I, I am that that is right away because especially if you're you going to well, Especially <laughs> what if you were like, that was fucking amazing. And I'm like, in order to make love, I have to be in love. You just be like, whoa. <laughs> I, I would I, I would <laughs> piece the fuck out. <laughs> what a dismount. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd stick the landing. <laughs> no, it would be my mount and dismount out of the relationship. Oh my god, a perfect score of fucking up. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh shit, that was my coffee. Oh. Okay, I drank, I drank it all. Uh, oh, so it's actually, okay. there goes your cup. Not your well, coffee. I have backup coffee. Holy shit! <laughs> your backup coffee. I have like a, a DJ bathtub. event tomorrow that I need to do and be human and look nice at and i have you drinking all the coffee because you need all the bins uh because it puts me to sleep i'm attention deficit so you get the caffeine nap and it's the best i'm attention deficit too but i use adderall and i i use dexedrine but i use use cocaine used used used. Used. i've 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 done that yeah yeah what's wrong i had the most organized shelves when i did coke you have no idea like I had all my organized, my doom box organized lotions. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a sandalwood oil day. What do you think, James? Oh, you're the only one here, James. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's the expensive yeah. stuff, I know, but you're feeling it. Yeah, uh, you know what? Only the best. Yeah. Coconut oil works too, and it yeah, smells. It's like- just the the only problem is the smell of coconut. I like the smell of coconut. It's one of like the few smells I can tolerate for like long term. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. That might actually make me, oh my God. I think I just thought of the greatest therapeutic thing, mostly for radical Christians. Um, But if you want your kid to stop masturbating, only supply them with lotions that are scented with the thing they hate the most. So for example, mine would be, it wouldn't be coconut. It'd be like Libby's brown beans lotion. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we're talking, right? I say the days they clear out the cheese vats by my house. There's a cheese factory by my house. Now, how would you feel about Cinnabon? Because now I'm just like Portland. There's a lot of things I would do for a Cinnabon. Cinnabon. So if someone's if someone smelled like a Cinnabon, uh, they wouldn't have a choice. I would be their wife. I don't care if they're already married. Like I, I'm on that like white on rice. Can someone please check if there's a Cinnabon perfume? Because I just want to know. <laughs> and I don't mean perfume with cinnamon. I mean a branded perfume called Cinnabon, Cinnabon perfume. Because oh my God. I don't see why. We... <gasps> Food court colognes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like the... even even like some Man... of the items from Taco Manchu... Bell are pretty like. Manchu walk musk. Yes. <laughs> Manchu walk musk. Uh, Taco Bell. But you can only wear it on Tuesdays. New York Fries Parfum. (laughs) 
Oda hot dog. <laughs> Oda hot dog. Mm, muffins. Arby's. Oh God, no! If anyone wore Arby's, you know what? No one would buy the Arby's perfume. I don't even know how Arby's is still a thing. Does anyone ever eat there? Okay, we're we're treading on territory I'm very familiar with because um because of my time at the Dean Blundell show and talking to Lachlan and who <laughs> who apparently eats Arby's like three times a day or something uh, you know eats it a lot uh, or used to and um I've only eaten Arby's like once or twice and the second time I think it was because someone was like seriously it's been what to fury like the decade since you tried it you got to try it and I'm just like fine I'll take a bite. I'm like, well, still a steamy ish. Yeah, I don't think I don't think my my cut, but warm. Yeah. yeah, like if I want my roast beef warm, it's gonna be like a chunk of roast beef. It's not yeah. gonna be like it. Yeah, it just and then like that weird cheese. I mean, the cheese itself is pretty good with the bun, but yeah, it's just the mouth yeah. feel is not good. If someone's just like you know, James, you can have Arby's or Libby's brown beans. I'd be like, oh fuck, Jesus. <laughs> I would I'll choose the, starvation. I'll take the Libby's brown beans. Jesus Christ. I will choose starvation. <laughs> I wouldn't choose the, I would choose the Arby's over the Libby's brown beans, actually. There's nothing I hate more than the smell of that. I think it's because my, I had a babysitter who used to pop her dentures out as a oh. joke. And I was like, I thought we were being babysat by Skeletor. I was like, what the fuck is this person, right? Like, yeah. I was like four. And, um, <laughs> and she, she, she used to come up to me and like, how you doing, James? It was, her name was Barb. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, you know, get away from me, you awful woman, right? And then she'd get right in my face, and she'd just go, I don't know how she did it, but she would just like go the, like this, yeah, and then like clamp down before they would actually pop fully out of her mouth, so they would. They do that like, weird like clicking noise. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. It was so gross, and she made me eat the- co- cream of mushroom soup once, which, by the way, is just disgusting as it is. Anything in a can. Okay, we can't be friends. Cream of mushroom soup in a can. Yeah, you add milk it's though. It's coming in a can. It's coming in a can. So, <laughs> okay, listen, if you like coming in a can, then fine. And no, I, I can say? definitely tell you, cream of mushroom soup tastes a hell of a lot better. <laughs> yeah, probably. Would. I would. I would drink a bowl of soup before I drink a bowl of cum. Yeah, because it's, it's disgusting. The cum should only be like ingested in one way. When you're when you're like. Giving head in such an enthusiastic way that you barely even notice that it's already in your stomach. <laughs> or in the sticky dragon. I'm sorry? You don't know what a sticky dragon is? Well, this is part of the... And n- <laughs> welcome to a segment on the Sunday Night Sex Show with Emma and James called <laughs> James Didn't Know That. So Emma, Yeah, James didn't know that. So a uh, sticky dragon is when you blow your load so far in your partner's mouth that it actually goes up and out their nose and oh, comes out like... And then the you like play with it like shoestring? No, you it it burns. Oh, does it? Oh, oh it's because it, we don't lie because they're swimming. They're swimming. They're trying to find the fucking. I'm not kidding. That's, that's when, not why it hurts. It's because you're getting like this like a fluid up your nose. Like you ever go upside down in a pool and you get the water up your nose? Yeah, you get the that water feeling. Does, but, but the water doesn't burn. No, but you get that like weird feeling in your nose when it gets I'm up. Trying and... to explain the science of the burning. Okay, because if you but if it ever goes in your swimming, if, you're Emma, if it ever goes into your eye, the reason why it goes bloodshot is because they're swimming. They're trying the this. What what why is this? What, the entire th- point of the thing that you're shooting is that they swim. That is but what they're there to do. But that's it's 
It's that there's a foreign object in your eye, not like, not that, um, yeah, like, uh, like Floyd Bumby, Floyd Dumby. <laughs> what the? I really hope that's not a real name. Sorry, Floyd. Like Floyd's a good name, but the Dumby no, part. No, it's not. not His so name much. is Shane. His name is Shane. Okay, Shane uh, has a good point. If you get your water, if you get water without salt in it, without a saline solution, it burns. It's a liquid. So when semen goes up, like I, I can promise you. From experience, it burns because, and it's also going up there fast. Like I'm it sure is the, like a. I'm sure the ferocious swimming of billions of microorganisms has nothing to do with the bloodshot. No, sure you don't even feel them. Like you don't. There's not even a texture to to them. Like otherwise, you'd feel them swimming in your mouth, and you don't. But if you're Alanis Morissette, you can feel them swimming in your stomach. Remember? Yeah. It feels so good swimming in your stomach. I always thought that line was like. A crack it's creepy. It was a little crack horse. Yeah. You know, I like mean, it's not even, it's not even like hipster creative. It's not even it's sexy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Swallow it down like a jagged little pill. It feels so good swimming in your stomach. Like that line is like, they, hey, Howard Stern, we, we're stuck on something. <laughs> can, can, we're doing a, we're doing a song. It's, uh, was, is that, was that from You Ought to Know? No. Isn't that the bridge and you ought to know? I, I'd i have to sing like the oh, whole right. song. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah. I found my nice karaoke song. No, you didn't. No, you did not. We're not. We're never going karaoke. In fact. Oh, we're going karaoke. I'm just not doing Alanis Morissette. Who would you do if we went karaoke? Uh, the cutest girl in the bar. <laughs> so you just uh, finger yourself in the bathroom the whole time, Emma? Uh, you know and, what I did there? I was both gross <laughs> and complimentary. Yeah, and there was no LOL, so it wasn't any, like, you know, the confidence was there, so I, it worked. I, I fucking meant yeah. it. You're the cutest yeah. girl in the bar. With the toque, especially. I like the toque. It's good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I use this to hide my hair. No. Um, That's why I wear the hat. Uh, huh? That's why I wear the hat. Yeah. I just, yeah, I threw it on. You know, it's also. Well, I'm wearing pigtails, so it's really. I see. I fucking hate headphones so much. I hate them. Look at Princess Leia or fucking (laughs) like. This is what. This is why I do the earbuds, but now the earbuds don't work for me anymore. So I'm like. Yeah, I'm big on the earbuds because. Well, I've got a tiny head. It might not look like, actually, it does actually look like it. I have a tiny head. Like you've been Beetlejuiced? Oh, my God. Have you been Beetlejuiced? Um, Are you too young? To no, it just seems like honest. puberty skipped parts of my body. <laughs> I can literally wear, like, a child's hat if, like, if I had to. Is one of your breasts remarkably smaller than the other? No, it's just the way that my shirt's sitting. No, no, I'm not think... saying because they look like anything. I'm just trying to, I'm, 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 I'm they... riffing off of the whole uh, Beetlejuice head. Thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. I thought that was a serious question. I was going to say, I paid good money to make sure that they're the same size. So. Oh, I didn't know that they were fake. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, artificial. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's that's actually it... a good thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I thought the word fake would have offended you. I, I didn't mean no. it like that. I mean, yeah. No. I, well, it's funny. Like, a lot of people, like, I got them this size so people wouldn't know. And yet, anytime there's a compliment on them, I'm like, thanks. I bought them. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I listen. If I was if I was a woman, I would I would buy them. If I had like a like an A or a small B or something like that, I I would buy them. 
if I had like a, if I was like a double D or something like that, I would lift them. You know, I like would that. get a reduction if I had a double D. I've only got D's though. Well, it's like for me, I got them for me. Like I didn't get them to be attractive to anyone else. I got them to feel confident in my yeah. own body. Yeah. Like, I mean, I to be honest, now, like I had these. Does that mean that you like like you bisexuals are like constantly playing with their breasts because they're like I'm fucking sexual. I love my breasts. Like, is it like I'm that? always playing with them. But most girls, straight or bi, like their breasts, they're pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> if I'm having a bad day, I'm just like. like Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I you cannot have, have a bad day when you've power. got a when you've got a pair of tits. I don't have that power. I wish I had that power. Well, you know, um, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. What, is, what is, like give me an example of the responsibility? Like I have to put a shirt on to go oh. do anything and <laughs> do you know how hard that is? But you don't have to wear it's a bra that's... though. Uh I don't have to, but I do. I'm just saying. No, but you, the, when I say you don't have to, it means that they don't, like, hang down near your navel. No. No. And, like, when I... To. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to. I don't have to. Is that, is that, like, liberating? Um. Well, I didn't have to before because I, I didn't have to wear a bra before because I didn't have anything. Oh. So, so I really don't know. Change. Uh, I, well, to be fair, I did have breasts at one point, and then... Um, I lost 75 pounds and you don't get to choose where you lose your fat. That's true. So, That's um, true. are they durable? Like, I'm going to ask you a question and I, and I don't mean it in the shock jock way. I'm just yeah. wondering, like, like if someone walked up and just smacked your tit, like it was your ass, would it be like, that didn't hurt? Cause they're not real. Like, um, well it hurts cause there's the, the nerves and the skin are there, but they're very durable. I went with the cohesive gel. I didn't get the Cadillac, but I also didn't go with the Corolla either. Wait a second. There's a spectrum of quality? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you get, like, a saline implant, they're less durable. Um, but okay. they're technically safer for you if they rupture because your body will just reabsorb it. Um, then there's your, your standard silicone, which they feel a bit more real than a saline but you can tell they're fake. Um, and then there's the, and it's like a liquid silicone ish. Then there's the cohesive gel ones, which are the ones that I got where if like, if you were to actually like look at the implant or even cut it open, it's not going to like spill everywhere. It's going to kind of hold its shape. And oh. then there's the gummy bear ones, which are, they are a more cohesive silicone gel that are even a lot of them are teardrop shaped. So they actually feel and look like real breasts like these feel pretty real from like they do feel real um and they are very durable yeah. um okay as, Hold on. as someone who has had them slapped i can say that they can they can take a beating they can take a biting they can take a twisting they can take anything that uh that i can throw at it so far and i really don't want to test what they can't do like I do. I do remember being afraid to sleep on my stomach. I'm like, I'm gonna pop these things, and then if I remember that I don't o- weigh anything. Someone comes over with a visor and a blowtorch, just be like, "All right, I think we've reached our limit yeah. of what it can do." But imagine yeah. they were like that indestructible. Like you could, like a metal grinder, and the sparks flew, and they were still perfect. Like that would be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, but I don't think they'd be very fun to play with at that point if they have to be that durable. Oh, they'd be so much more fun to play with. Sorry, I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was I want it would be with. very it'd be a lot easier to cosplay as a fembot if they were metal. That's true. That's yeah. 
Except you're not Make shooting sure. anything out of them, and if you are, you got to take the drink out of your hand, and hopefully the ecstasy won't kill your baby. Because well, you, you can still lactate with them. You don't even have to be pregnant to lactate. Men can lactate. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I just, I'm learning lactate. something new. So give me first. Give me give me the men with lactate last. How do you, women lactate without being pregnant? Uh, so it's actually the same way that it happens with men. Um, you, if you stimulate the breast tissue enough and massage it in a certain way, you can lactate. Whether or not you can produce enough, you do have milk ducts, Floyd Dumby. Shane, you do. We are mammals. We have, we are, they're mammary glands. I promise you, you are more than welcome to look this up. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to freeze now. Freezing. Freezing. <laughs> Uh, because in utero, we, all right, you can argue, Shane, but uh, Shane, you're wrong. Shane, we do have nipples, okay? The, the, we have nipples, so why would the nipples so, be there if the milk ducts aren't there? I don't know the answer to this question, Shane. Do you? I don't think you do. I think that, you know what? You know what's happening right now? You know who secretly worships Jordan Peterson? Because <laughs> they're all, yeah. like, fuck you. We don't have milks. I'm kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. So, that was a joke. I know Shane. Men, men are mammals. Can you milk me, Greg? Yes, you can milk men. And I mean, not just in the kink way. Um, can you milk me, Greg? Oh, that is so funny. Here, let's see. Look, Alexa, yeah. can men lactate? Here's something I found on reference.com. According to Scientific American, men are able to lactate. But only under extreme circumstances, dot starvation and pituitary gland stimulation are two methods of causing lactation in men. Wow. Mm -hmm. Men can lactate, guys. Men, can, men lactate. can lactate. Now, listen, if you start fucking parsing your original response of nope to something other than, oh, my bad, she's right. I'm not going to be very pleased because I hate it when people do that. We all saw it. No, nope. No fucking nope, way. Nope, they can lactate. Nope. nope. No fucking way. Oh, and then no. Alexis is like. According to American biologists, men can lactate under extreme circumstances. Please yeah. call your local dominatrix to discover extreme circumstances. I, like like, it's, so yeah. if you're dying, if you're in the wilderness and you're dying, your body will find a way to like save you in the moment? Is that basically one of the extreme things that they're talking about, well, I think? I don't think it would be enough to save you because it does take a lot of body resources to make milk, but it is one of those things where even in... Um, in developing nations, babies thrive while they're breastfeeding, but as soon as they stop, that's when they start starving to death, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's the same as m with most humans. Like, we have the mammary glands. That is what the milk ducts are, mammary glands. We are mammals. Every mammal has them. That's why we are mammals. Um, I wonder if that's why men are... Because I always wonder why, like, what's the primal sexual interest in breasts for men and like and like it, it sounds it feels like the answer is usually like a freudian thing well they associated with their mother and the caregiver of life and i don't know but what if it was like from like neanderthal days and the they just knew that they had to massage their their the the the, the, the neanderthal ets I don't know. breasts to make sure that they can lactate and maybe well, that's what it is maybe our primal urge is really just a survival thing like me og me massage your breasts 
<laughs> no, they talk, but they get something like that. So that son or daughter lives, ah, og, you know, and then they just keep on massaging the breast. So maybe it started off as not sexual. Well, it's a biological thing. It's a biological marker generally of sexual maturity. So oh, parsing. Hold on. We got, we're going to go to the parsing. Welcome oh. to the parsing network starring Floyd Bumby, a.k.a. Shane Guidon. Is it okay, milk? Is it milk? He says. Uh, it, well, I mean, way to be right. He's trying to find a way to be right. <laughs> lactation. It, it, we're only really going to create one fluid from our mammary glands. But let's see. When men, when men lactate, is it milk? It is ingestible. I think someone should come on. Someone click that link. Um, the first person that comes on wins a free piece of advice from Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to come on. Yeah, uh, so any person, even those who are not pregnant or nursing, can lactate. So lactate um, is the definition, just to let you know, Shane. I think, like, really, if you look at it literally, the definition of lactate would be milk. Like, it, it would say something else, wouldn't it? Like fluid dirge or something? Like if it was just saline or something like that? Well, it's it's that, like, even with breastfeeding moms, the first type of milk that comes in, like, the milk changes as time goes on. Yeah, it's called something. That's why it's been the colostrum. Some that's, yes, colostrum. The colostrum. But, that's right. what, but that, so lactating itself is the expression of natural, basically, food stuffs through our mammary glands, whether it's defined as milk or not. Because colostrum isn't milk, but that's actually like more uh, vitamin and nutrient packed than the milk is in terms yeah. of setting your child up for uh, gastrointestinal success, all this fun stuff. I, I've i done a lot of, of studying would, all this. I remember all this stuff from, uh, the two, uh, when my wife was pregnant. Um, and the colostrum thing was big. My, You haven't lived. You haven't you haven't really lived, gentlemen, until your ex girlfriend comes over to your house and grabs your current wife's breast milk out of the freezer because her cholesterol levels were too low, and so she had to feed her baby my yeah. breast milk. So watching my ex girlfriend, just maybe the, I can invent a fetish for all you guys playing at home. Um, but you know, there's there's the fetish well, there. <laughs> There's got to be something there. There's got to be a German word for when your ex-girlfriend is holding on to the literal breast milk of your current girlfriend, right? There's got to be some sort of... Like... Yeah. That's actually kind of hot. No. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. That's the ticket. So, yeah. and and everyone in the comments saying, you know, it's not the same as women, uh, you know, when women produce breast milk. No, it's not, but we never claim that. Men can lactate. That was the, the the statement. Not that men can feed a child, but they can lactate. Any but human. The, but the substance itself, it would be like a, like a nutritious list milk. Is that the idea or something um, like that? Well, it wouldn't be like the full fat, full let down, a formal. It would be the watery part of. So when when a child breastfeeds or in a grown adult, because there's that kink out there, um, when they breastfeed there's a watery milk that kind of comes out first that like quenches the thirst. And then there's the, the, the actual like nutritious fatty milk that comes out later on. Mm. And um, like, if you, if you know anyone that, that has breast milk in a bag or something, like you'll see it separate 
and yeah. and the watery yeah. part will go it's to the, the top same, and yeah it's the same way yeah. the cream separates right this is yeah well that's exactly <laughs> exactly what what you're kind of dealing with but um so with with men when they lactate and it does also like if it's caused by hypothyroidism um you know it's going to have a different uh different makeup than if it's caused by say a medication there's medications that can cause lactation then there's people <laughs> there's more people saying no that's not how it works after they didn't know <laughs> yeah galacteria all right somebody somebody's getting their google their google degree today yeah okay shane i so i'm all for learning i am all Someone... for learning if he wants to Galactorrhea is the medical term yeah. for breast milk production that is not okay, due to pregnancy. Okay, so we're all right. Yeah. Everyone's right. Yeah. Anyway. So, Shane, kudos to, to looking into that. Um, Unless you're joking, then kudos for the joke. But since yeah. I didn't, I, I, I'm not fact-checking you because I trust you. So. Well, and, and Shane, that's Shane, it. Shane's I think a homie, by the way. Shane, Shane is like, um, yeah. Shane, Shane and I have only met like two, two, three times or something, but we've been friends in the online sense for probably a decade or something like that. He's uh we met because of the pocket dwellers because uh, we're both friends Ooh. with members of the pocket dwellers. So, um, yeah. So the, Shane is, uh, Shane, Shane is, Shane is an ally. Shane is a homie. He's an ally yeah. and he's just a trusted friend. And I like him a lot. Amazing. Both hip -hop heads, so talk yeah. to an actual doctor. What makes you think I haven't, what makes you think I've not gained this information from my years all as right, a sex everybody. educator? All right, listen, <laughs> settle down, Emma. That's all, all right. good. Um, Emma, clamp it, okay? I thought you were going to tell me to calm down. Cause no, that listen, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what a dominant, like, like what, what would someone <laughs> in the bedroom? Would it be shut the fuck up? <laughs> uh, shut the fuck up, slut, did I tell you to speak? Okay, listen. <laughs> okay, I'll drop, I'll drop it on you when you're not expecting it. Well, and that's the difference between it being an abusive language thing versus being hot is consent. But if you wanted to say that to me, it'd probably melt a little bit. So, no, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get along just fine, dear. Just fine. Uh, I don't know where creepy Epstein Island voice came from, but that's, that's what I did. It, it works. It works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Shut your pie you hole. You to say shut your pie, say pie hole. I like cry it's hole cake better. hole. I like cry cake hole. hole. Cry hole. Cry hole. Oh, yeah. Cry hole. I thought these were my cry holes. No. Cry hole is like, eh. You know? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, wait a second. I guess because because Ashley and I were going to have a show called Psych, which stood for Please Shut Your Cry Hole. I like that. Yeah, I know. It was, you know what? The title was probably the best thing going for that show because we didn't unpack it enough to really realize what we had. But yeah. um, I always thought cry hole was mouth. Because you're like, because I was yeah, cry, with the wailing, would be that. The wailing, always, not the not the tear dropping, you know. Though to be fair, if someone's like, oh, like shut your cry hole, I'd, I'd tear think holes. butthole. Tear holes. Because like that, yeah. Yeah, the eyes are the tear holes. That's right. Yeah, my eyes are the tear holes. That's right. What did I, say? I said something the other day, a couple weeks ago or something, where I was like, oh, when, when uh, so I, I've lost, I lost a listener recently named Emil. Emil was okay. dude. he was from like Sweden or Switzerland or something. And um when I let people come on the show on Casual Fridays, I, I have the power to eject them whenever I want, right? Yeah. And like most of the time people just laugh because it's it's not personal. It's just you know, whatever. It's, and it was his yeah. birthday. 
and he was drunk and i maintain probably on blow because he was up at 5 a.m watching my show you can only do that in switzerland if you're on blow i, I don't see how and but I, i've never really understood the people that like drank starting at like 10 or 11 and then without the assistance of hard narcotics, just somehow drank for eight hours just as heavily. Like, I'm, I don't understand that. As someone who used to do that. Uh, without cocaine? It, yeah. Really? It was, believe it or not, it was actually, cocaine helped me quit, my, helped me quit drinking. What? <laughs> and then I replaced cocaine with, with therapy. So, you know, I, I slowly, you know. Wow. So, so you used to do blow without being drunk. Yeah. That is crazy. And I think that was that what, another reason why it actually wasn't hard for me to stop blow because when I would do it, I wasn't taking my, my attention deficit meds. So it was literally just a really expensive way to treat my attention deficit. Cause That's I would crazy. do crazy. I I'd do blow and I'd like power through everything I needed to get done in the day. And I'm like, this shit's awesome. Um, I feel that yeah. way about, you know what, amphetamine, it doesn't, I mean, I'm not talking about meth amphetamine, yeah. but like amphetamine, like the pill form, yeah, like just speed is almost the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's, <laughs> because, it's what you know. I'm prescribed. I am prescribed yeah. slowly speed and honestly well that's i am too but yeah uh, but i abuse it i abuse it so so right now i'm i'm it's funny because i i i love uh having a, a a record of all of the claims that i make which is this podcast because <laughs> i i've already stated several times that adderall is like problematic for me but i yeah i i, I know that like i do have to teach myself how to be able to like master it and not have it master me because when I when I am not on anything at all for my ADHD, it's it is like uh, I'm just either hyper or sleepy. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So I recently started kind of rationing mine. So when I stopped taking it daily, I fairly certain I slept for three days. Oh, dude! Like I'm not even kidding. I slept for three days. The yeah. kids, thank God, they were. You know, I was I was awake to take them to school to make dinner and stuff like that. I mm. I'm very open and honest with my kids. They are old enough to kind of, you know, uh, well, they live with me. They know me. Um, but yeah, James I'm, is my dom. Kids, okay. I tell you guys everything. So, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I I slept for probably daddy. about three days. Um, and then from there, learning how to kind of make it through a day without it, but be functioning like today, yeah. I thought about taking one, but I need to save it for tomorrow because tomorrow's the day where I actually have to focus and be professional. Whereas today was, I got to be a bit more creative. Um, do you have a prescription? Yeah. Okay. So I've you only have one left or something? Well, no, it's just, I'm poor. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't have any drug coverage. Oh, so it's like, well, it's like that. Yeah, it's like 90 bucks a month or something like that. For, yeah. For, for, it's uh, not well, cheap. Minus 60 milligrams of Adderall. That's what they prescribe me a day. So if, if I was actually taking Adderall, it would cost me like $480 a month. Yeah. Or something like that. It is, it is not cheap at all. But I take the generic, which is, and, and I'm covered uh, partially. So it's 20 bucks a month for. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. Actually, so Nucky is saying that, you know, that they're the same way when, when they need a break from their meds, like your way of thinking it's, 
like I will say, like there are certain times where without my medication, I can't get anything done. The ADHD paralysis, even actually, I have trouble having sex when I'm not medicated, or I have trouble climaxing when I'm not medicated. Oh, I cannot focus. There's such it's so overwhelming. There's everything going on that you know it's just I cannot Even with the durable focus. breasts. Even with the durable breasts. Even with the durable breasts, can't. That is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first case I've ever heard of durable breasts. Durable breasts not saving someone from being able to climax. That that is well, it definitely it doesn't it definitely helps news. the partner climax, but it doesn't make me climax, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. What do you mean you climax? What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So confused. Yeah. No, that's not true. See, see, I, I, I always joke at my own expense, but I was raised Same. by like a pack of lesbians. So I've known about like, like the better ways to do things uh, like since I was young. I didn't always practice them, but theoretically yeah. I've always understood like a, a man is the most happiest with his, um, like as far as being gratified and his sex life goes if he um gives often and gives first and so the, it's the way to get that is how a man guarantees himself a good sex life so the so ladies just if you're out there ladies and you want some <laughs> advice from this guy um yeah the the greedy guys the greedy sex guys are they're not long they, they they're not they don't. They won't last long in a relationship, and I mean actually, like the relationship lasts long, not them. But often yeah. they don't last long either. But like, because they're so selfish and self-centered that their, yeah. their orgasms are probably quick, and they're probably not very giving. They certainly don't go down on you, all that kind of stuff. You can't fix that. No, you can't. And I think any relationship is successful when both partners want to please each other, but also understanding that physiology and even like. I mean, as much as the physical. So if I'm having vanilla sex, my mind actually, even with with non vanilla sex, uh, even when when it's in BDSM, like my mind has to be fully engaged in the situation for Mm. me to let go, release, get off. Doesn't necessarily mean I have to have, you know, the most emotional connection. Like I don't like slow, tender, passionate sex. I like the passionate sex, but I don't want to stare at someone's eyes while they're like "Mm -hmm," on top of me. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to giggle. I don't care if I'm medicated or not. That's going to distract me. I'm going to giggle. And they're just going to feel really bad about themselves. What if someone does um, this when in the middle of sex? Yeah, no, they're losing teeth. I, they're, they're like being like, completely like pushed off you know <laughs> that's so funny yeah okay oh, that, that line that i that, that i said earlier is is this i stole that from beverly hills 9210 because i even even as a kid in grade eight i knew that when jason Priestley said this emma in order to make love i have to be in love i was like <laughs> cut cut this thing no there's no teenage boy that would ever say that no no unless he's homeschooled you know what i mean and and there's no way that if he's homeschooled they would let him have those sideburns so <laughs> therefore That's, yeah yeah you, you never know? see homeschooled kids with cool haircuts no you, you see them with rat tails for some reason but you know um it's funny that uh, i didn't realize until i moved into the country that homeschooling was like um a synonym for radical christian i, yep. I had no idea that that was like the generalization or whatever um and then when the pandemic hit i remember thinking to myself there's an opportunity here for secularists to, to sort of like water down that generalization of homeschooling yeah. because you know I, I was uh we were not that we thought about it but 
maybe we did and I, I don't remember the pandemic is a really foggy time where you're like what kind of things did i consider during during the pandemic but I, suicide but I, no um, I think, <laughs> yeah, well yeah you know uh, yeah uh, it happens yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but the idea of um of homeschooling it occurred to me and, and i just I, I remember just thinking about like what that would look like Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as you realize that you have to be the teacher, you're like, oh, fuck this. You know, yeah. <laughs> the only way I would do homeschooling is if I brought in a teacher. Yeah. To homeschool. I, I don't have the patience to do it. I've got the knowledge because you get books like you. There's an actual curriculum that you follow and things for, for your kids to learn. I don't have the patience for it. And, and I admit that. But I will say when they were doing remote learning, I was the bane of the teacher's existence because the youngest would be doing their schooling on the on their laptop in the kitchen and i'd be doing something and the teacher would say like stop and i'd be like either like collaborate and listen in the name of love hammer time and she'd be like who said that i'm like oh it's me sorry <laughs> so i was not allowed in certain rooms of my house during school hours i'm like it's it's like school all over again. I'm, I'm excluded from the lesson. I am distracting all the students and the teacher hates me. Yeah. So. One time, one time I wrote the, the lyrics to um, Beastie Boys, Paul Revere on my <laughs> desk, all of them, which is like, I don't know if you remember that song. It's like a four and a half minute rap song. With yeah. Chorus, right. Like, you know, well, it has a, sorry. It has a, it has a little four that, bar chorus. That little, like, but there's, yeah, but the, there's the no, pre-chorus thing. Yeah. But there's no like actual words in the chorus. So, but, but yeah. they, like, you know, and I know I still obviously know every word to that song, but like, I was so proud of it. Oh my God. And then the teacher's like, James, what is this? And I'm like, it's Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys. You know, it's, it's right there. Yeah. It's fucking right there, man. And I did the MCA lines in blue, Mr. Yeah. Finan. I did it in blue. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I had to wipe that off. Um, yeah. I, I remember mean, having yeah, to write right. lines all the time. The Everyone has the right to learn and no one has the right to interfere with this learning. And I really messed up. Everyone has the right to learn and no one, including Emmeline, has the right to interfere with this learning. But I would always argue too. I'm like, but if you send me out into the hall to write lines, you're interrupting with, you're interfering with my learning. And they did not like that. So I'd usually have to write more lines. Fuck. You precocious yeah. fuck you. Yeah. That's yeah. the way that is. Yeah. I, I used to um, do the thing that Bart, uh, that Nelson taught Lisa how to do. When, the multiple the lines. And they used to like, first of all, sometimes I would use different color chalk. Right. Yeah, like, it would. Be, it was clearly me using that. It was and, always um, easiest with when you were in like the music room too, because they had the one that did like all like five lines. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. And, and yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing is that the teachers universally would let you get away with that. Oh yeah, because they were like, you know what? They're they're showing their ingenuity, and they're still doing the lines. I never fucking said they couldn't use a tool like this. So fuck. Yeah. It. You know, and, well, and, when they realized that lines weren't working for me, they had me design the school's website. That, maybe your brain was just waiting for the right kind of lines, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like the ones that are left over after. No. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got to clear the... What's that called? Clearing the tank or whatever? When you do when you do a line of blow and, and it's still and it's in like, the chamber. Oh, got to clear the chamber. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. The yeah. chamber. Yeah. Yeah. I knew a girl that used to f- uh, chase lines of blow with like she would take a little bit of water and shoot that through her nose too so that it wouldn't become um, yeah. a problem, problem no. for her sinuses no thank you i will take yeah. i will take the sinus drip over water up my nose 
Dude, I'm still paying for the meticulous drug use because of my left nostril. I was uh, I was one of these guys that like 80% of my lines went up my left nostril, right? Mm-hmm. And now every season, every winter, it it just runs. Like I think I, some people might call it deviated septum or some sort of weird sinus damage. Yeah. Where it's it's like it's like having allergies. And yeah. for once, me saying I have allergies still a lot but not because I'm doing blow. It's because I did blow many years ago. Yeah. Right. Like do you, does, does, do a lot of people have that? Is this something that is common? Well, yeah. Like I'm, I'm just trying to think about that. Cause yeah, I usually, yeah. Cause this nostril is the one that always gives me trouble. And this is like my right nostril is like yeah. my favorite. That, that nostril could like that nostril could suck start a Harley at one point. I guarantee it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, lots it's obviously really, lots of really not so well endowed men are really excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of face fuck there. So yeah, that, no, yeah um, that's true. But it's, lubed. it's automatically lubed. It's always wet. Right? <laughs> you would hope. Yeah. One one hell but of a way to unclog your nose. <laughs> if your mucus got in your eye, it wouldn't be bloodshot like the sperm. You want to know why? Because uh, your mucus isn't swimming, Emma. Your mucus is actually part. It's already in your eye. That's right. You know those eye boogers you get. What do you That's think mucus. semen is? Semen's mucus, isn't it? No. What's kind of mucusy? It's but snotty. it's not mucus, and it has a different pH than your mu. Like your eyeballs, nose, and mouth are all mucus membranes. But all this time, I thought it made eyes bloodshot because of the swimming, and I don't want to let go of that. Well, you can hold on to it because it doesn't <laughs> harm anyone, as long what as about the little guys that are swimming. <laughs> Won't anyone think of them? Won't, everybody, won't anyone think of the unborn? Oh, God. I, I sound like the, the woman sperm. at my church. I can't even finish that sentence. Save the sperm. Every sperm is sacred. That's it. Yeah. What if, what, well, how about, I, I always like to like mess with people's minds. So imagine if, um, so, so I think no one would ever eat fish again. If fish would scream. They can't? No, I know they I can't. If, <laughs> no, if fish could, yeah, if fish could scream, I don't think anyone would eat fish again. Imagine fishing boats. Imagine like just what that would sound like. Just a screaming fish. And it's not just screaming. I mean, like, like the boy fish would be like, ah, like, like that. And the girl fish would be like, ah, ah. like it would just be like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of screaming things. I think people would be like, well, I can't eat those screaming fish. What if I sperm? I would probably want to eat them to shut them up. No, but you would leave them alone. What if sperm screamed? What if that was the like the tell that you that was the price of <laughs> masturbation? Is that when you when you when you came, all the sperm like when we're talking like a billion fucking billion. creatures now. Yeah, but they're so small, so it'd just be like like a, you know, yeah, like like a dog whistle. Only the <laughs> like dog a... and the cat would be able to. <laughs> Like like a balloon slowly losing air. <laughs> but still, you have to like you would have to like you would have to like come and then you knew that you had like a two and a half second space of time between ejaculation and screaming. Or like so you'd have to be like, <clears throat> and so people would know where you're masturbating because of the fake coughing to cover up the screaming sperm. Right? Or like when you're yeah. like, if you receive a load and you like. You got it screaming in, in your bits and you're running to the washman. It's like going down your legs and they're like, ah, they're riding the leg coaster. Or, or you, you, you receive one inside of you 
Yeah. The screaming, the screaming vibrates. That would be fun. The anguish of their death is for her pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that's kind of how society worked. But, you know. <laughs> I just described marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know why people ruin perfectly good relationships by getting married. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually married. I call. I call her my wife, but I'm not actually married. Yeah. Common law. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm not against marriage. It's just not something I see a point in, unless like I need. I don't know to get on their insurance, which you don't even need any. Like, you don't have to be married to be on someone's insurance. I wonder how many people are pretending to be gay in order to get like the tax break of marriage. I wonder if there's a lot of those. Just people that are like, I don't there's even consider tax married. tax break for getting married? I believe something. Isn't there, isn't there some sort of like, isn't why people get married like that that makes sense financially? Or am I just oh, completely... I thought it was just Christian guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know anything about taxes or Christian guilt. So I don't, uh-huh. I don't know. I only know about um, being an atheist because I was once a Christian. I don't know what that. Yeah, was. same. I was, yeah, yeah, like I toured Canada with a Christian rock band. Yeah, can you give me a couple of bars from one of the best songs that you wrote? Uh, <laughs> no, I have yes, it you on can. YouTube. Come on. Uh, we, it did was you do, like, we covers wrote... of hymns like. Though the mountains yeah. may fall and the hills turn to dust. Yet the so what I did, what I did, the reason that the BCOQ, the reason that the BCOQ funded my, my church's band was because I was writing Christian lyrics to secular songs. So born to be wild became born to praise. It was open Jesus. up your Bibles, open up your hymnals, gonna sing to Jesus, sing a- <laughs> Yeah. See? There that's, you go. That is awful. Holy it was shit, awful. That is so awful. That is the wackiest thing you've ever done, Emma. I know. And I used to do that like I don't know. Like I think that joining the band, I was trying to basically convince myself that I did believe in all the stuff that I never really believed. Right. And then once I realized there was money and semi fame tied to it, I'm like Fuck yeah, Bible says I'm not supposed to like this, but hey, I just toured yeah. Canada. So. Yeah, did you get paid for doing that, or did you have to tithe it all to the church? Uh, we paid. It was, this is with the BCOQ jam, so the Baptist Convention of Ontario and Quebec. Oh, okay. That's like um, you didn't get paid anything. <laughs> uh, the 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 band got paid, but the church used it to buy a new roof. Because we were all under the legal age of I know, majority. I know why. Because you blew the roof off that Mother Mary. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think, I think the best part about that trip was sneaking off and having sex. Go on. With the kid's dad. I'm glad you said dad. He, I, I got kicked out of the band and he didn't. Well, it's a man's world, honey. You know? I know. I know. How old was he? Hmm? How old was he? Uh, we were both sixteen. Uh, I oh. like. <laughs> I thought you guys were. I thought you were like twenty-two or something at the time. No, no. no. Uh, I got married when I was nineteen. Oh my god! I'd already had a kid by then too. Christian? Is it, were you still a Christian when you got married? Uh, we were still at the church. Yeah. Yeah. 
When did you start it, not believing? And what happened? It was so I've never fully believed it. Like once I was able to question things, like I love dinosaurs, like an unhealthy amount. I love dinosaurs. And I just remember asking the pastor, Pastor Kenemy was like, what about the dinosaurs in the Bible? Because, you know, and he's like, oh, well, they died in the flood. I'm like, but they didn't mention it. So like, no, it's the great beasts. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, yeah, the great three horned beast carried off Ezekiel the other day. Like, yeah. it just didn't make any sense. So I started questioning uh, probably around like grade two or grade three. And then, um, yeah, it just, I tried to believe it. You know, I wanted when they, like, they talk about Jesus more. So they talk about the believable things, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the plausible things. And so you kind of think, okay, well, there's this guy doing good stuff, talking great stuff, you know, doing miracles for people, sharing love, saying that this is how we should treat each other. Like, I can get behind that. But the yeah. idea that some guy was swallowed by a whale or uh, some bush talks, yeah, yeah, talking snakes or like the original sin, like, the and then the fact of that the entire village with a few loaves of bread, like, well, and like, stop it. We had we had uh, different views even in the church, and there were like people almost came to like fisticuffs over it, over yeah. that 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 story where. Um, Someone said that no, it's one hundred percent accurate. He multiplied the food, whereas other other people were saying, "Well, no, like his act of sharing inspired others to share," which is more likely yeah. when you think about it. But when you have to bend something that should be literal, because I think when the authors wrote it, they wanted people to think miracle, and it takes Maybe. modern and it takes modern day sensibility and academia to take these biblical stories and then translate them. In into a lens that makes more practical sense and they they apply a context to it through enlightenment um not yeah because that's the way it was intended yeah you know, well and that's what i think and i mean like i think what really got me questioning everything was the fact that there were so many different types of christianity like why was it that my catholic friend had to talk to some dude in a dress not that i'm against men in dresses i'm an ally i've got a Trans is handsome as fuck for anyone who comes into my house. There's, uh, there's, you know, I've, right. I've got, an... right, settle down, settle down. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm an inclusive space. Um, cause I just, yeah. But it was that like, why, why does he have to talk to a guy in this little rickety room booth thingy? You know, I'm sorry, daddy. I've been a bad girl is apparently different than forgive me father for I have sinned. I think you but... just answered your own question. You know, I think that religion, everything, every aspect of it um, was built by people who wanted um, to make sure that they had power uh, yeah. and dominance over other people. 100%. And I think that power um, made a, a very strange kind of thing happen, like a weird phenomenon where the people that were attracted to that power seemed to be pedophiles. Um, you know, like, like honestly, like, like yeah. if you look at like historical texts when they, like when it comes to the Greeks and the Romans and, and all these different um, ancient sort of like uh, empires, like it wasn't just like, oh, this is just like a byproduct of power. It is like a main underpinning of power. Yeah, it, I think so. And sexual proclivities or pedophilia or or. Well, and I think and it's that, that it well. 
In terms of, because I can't, I'm not going to paint every pedophile with the same brush, because there are those out there that recognize yeah. that they, they're pedophiles and they're not never going to act on it. But I do think, you know, the idea, you're in a position of power, so you are now able to be a better predator. And then yeah. you're, you have that reputation behind you. Predators love to hide in plain sight and have, you know, be pillars of the community. That's how they get all this stuff. And then I did remember... Um, we so at my church we went to other churches to basically see like how other people worshipped God, which I thought was actually really smart. They wanted, I, I will say, there was a period of time in my church where I actually kind of started to believe that you know maybe some of this is real. Maybe there's a Holy Spirit that speaks to people because you know we go to one church and be like, no, I really understand the message and the feeling that they have here. Maybe I'm just not worshiping God the right way. But then I realized like, okay, but the fact that I can talk to God directly and ask for forgiveness, but my friend has to talk to some guy in a booth or yeah. my, uh, my other friend, you know, they're still waiting for Jesus. Yeah. But, but, but you're the guy in the booth then to your friend. Why don't you just get your friend to, to go well, through Well, but you? that's it. I, oh, I'm a woman. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing pants at that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely wearing pants. <laughs> It's too cold for a skirt. Actually, that's not true, but um, this isn't a clothing show. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think that the, since it's just the two of us um, this week, it doesn't look like anyone else is coming on. I think we should just wrap. I Yeah, uh, this has been yeah, fun. Been, Thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah, let's wrap while it's still kind of fun. Um, yeah. I, 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 and by the way, Shane, no one was defending pedophilia. It is such a complex topic, but just to really nutshell what I think what was happening there is that um, – you know, I don't really have sympathy for, for the pedophiles yeah. that don't act on it. Um, but they, but technically, there are people that exist that are virgins because they don't act on their pedophilia. Um, and yeah, they exist. I don't really even feel comfortable trying to unpack that topic because yeah. the parent in me just is like, like honest, it does feel like if I woke up one day and was like, oh my god, I think that I am attracted to children, I would probably just off myself just to make yeah. sure that no one ever gets hurt. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like I, I'll never, I'll never defend someone who is, but I acknowledge, I, yeah. Uh, I will acknowledge that there are there even, even it's the same as, it's the same as a straight person that is attracted to the opposite gender that as long as they're an adult, the difference between becoming a rapist and not some people do it. Some people don't, some people yeah, act on it. Some people don't. There's, the you can't, it's, it's a, always... That's one thing that always confused me. It's like, it's like, it's not even just about like being like, I can't help who I'm attracted to. Okay. Let's just say we accept that fully. Yeah. When does the rapey part come? Because like, you know, in order for you to fulfill how you are naturally, you have to rape. Yeah. That's, and that's, so like, that's the thing is I think that, well, that's when, when that's like a blood itself... disorder and you should just off yourself. Seriously. Yeah. Like, well, that's it. Right. Is if you can't control your urges, don't be here. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to bring oh, yeah, Paul in so I can say, yeah, say hi and bye. Hey Paul. Hi. Oh, hey guys, how's it going? Good. Ooh, I like that voice. No, thanks. I, I was just taking a nap. I was chilling out there, relaxing, you know. That's <laughs> what I did. We're, we're bringing you in even though we're wrapping up. Yeah. Oh, you're wrapping up. Oh, I, yeah, there I wasn't was just... uh, there wasn't much but we had a great conversation. It was like, let's end on on a high note and then you pinged. So uh so you're here. Well, we're I still going to end on a high note. Yeah, we can still end on high note. Well, oh, do you want to uh, 
Do you want to sit on your speaker while Paul talks? Absolutely. <laughs> well, hello, Emmeline. It's nice to make your acquaintance. Why? Hello and thank you. <laughs> we're we'll just give uh, him enough time to burn it all to the ground. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Well, we're we're doing a live podcast tomorrow from two to six, maybe seven, depends on the on how the day goes. So live streaming from Lieutenant's Pump at three sixty one Elgin Street in downtown Ottawa tomorrow. So anybody who wants to jump jump in, join us for the conversation watch the show it's entirely up to you we'll post a link in the chat so if anybody wants to come on and hang out with us we'll have a couple of drinks shoot the shit talk about life have a good time you know nice that's pretty chill nice um so listen emma thank you so much i'll let you go and then i'll chat with paul for a couple seconds and then i'll let him go too but um thank you so much so i guess we're going to do our sunday night not Wait, what was it? Sunday night? Our, our sex with not Sue. Sex with not Sue. Sex with not, not Sue. Se- sex with not sex Sue with or not, not sex with Sue? Sex with not Sue. <laughs> it almost was. sounds like it's offensive. Is that offensive? Is that like a Nazi like cousin? What's a not Sue? What's a, what is this? It sounds like it sounds like it could be someone's name, so we might have to figure out the title. It, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. Name. I hope it's someone's name. Maybe <laughs> sex have to keep it exactly right. But sex with not Sue also, <laughs> Paul, because we, we will not get sued. So sex oh. with not Sue, not Sue. Yeah. So, so spell it S A U L T, like Sue Saint Marie. No. Because neither of us are from the Sue. S U E. Because the not saves us. It's like right. saying allegedly, okay. right? All right. Allegedly, apparently. Work with me, guys. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Emma, we'll talk. We'll talk soon. We'll talk about all of our future plans. Okay. All right. Peace out, home slice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice we'll see you soon, love. Nice. Uh, Paul. Yeah, man, how's it going? You're right. You're right on time. Even though we're we're going now, I was so like late starting the show. I don't know if you saw. Um, I woke up at around nine twenty-five. Oh yeah. So so supposed to start at nine, and uh, <laughs> I think I, I I was on air like nine twenty-eight. <laughs> well, uh, it does happen, you know. I look. I've been up since three a.m. So I tried to take. You know, I took a nap earlier. And I, I just, it wasn't good. And then I took another one and I woke up about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, oh, I should jump on there in a couple of minutes. Yeah. So I just sat yeah. down. I figured I'd put on a blue jacket because vindication wearing, day with the whole the, We're wearing commission. the same outfit almost. Oh yeah. Your collar, cool. your collar looks less menacing. Well, this is a, a shirt, a, like a, just a shirt, a uh, golf okay. shirt, not a dress shirt. So mine's yeah. a dress shirt, but really in my defense, I fell asleep in my work clothes and then just didn't change. That happens. That happens. Yeah, that happens. Um, Paul, I am going to go because I'm hungry. Hey, and, no worries, um, and listen, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it feels like it's the, it was the right time to leave, so I want to go with my gut instinct. I didn't think you were coming. I got that. Yeah. Um, I get that. But listen, um, what day is it? Oh, fuck. We'll it's Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah, t- we'll tomorrow, if you want to hop on, I'll put a link in if you want to come in at any time. Yeah, yeah, I have a work weekend. Richard Marsh actually is coming up. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, because I'm writing the book, and uh, so yeah. I'm going to do a deep dive with Richard uh, for the weekend, and and talk about his story about how he basically fled across the globe away from this cult and yeah, no still tried to kidnap him through David Wallace. Right? So, well, I'll have yeah. to, I'm looking forward to the book. I, I have to sit down and watch the Billy Vera show. I, I, uh, I got tied up with other stuff. I'm working like 70 hours a week right now. So oh, wow. I'm a little tired, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's my week too. I, I work around that many hours a week. Um, <clears throat> just, not just the library, but I don't like all. Yeah, I'm just writing all the time. But um, yeah, it should be. Uh, you, I, I think you'll like it. He's a really interesting cat. I didn't know he was friends with Joe Pesci. Oh, what? That's interesting. Yeah, he's friends with Joe Pesci. Um, they hang out every time they come in. He 
comes into town or something and then you know they know each other on a musician level oh okay because i'm like how how huh did joe you know Pesci's that joe really pesci good jazz singer a really good joe jazz pesci singer. used to hang out with uh the jersey boys the the, the uh the frankie valley in the four seasons he grew that's up with what, them. you you would love this interview then that's that's exactly what uh, billy vera was talking about last night too oh billy vera i thought i thought you meant richard merch Billy Vera, yes, makes sense that he would know Frankie. Or, uh, no, uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, yes. Knew Frankie Valley. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you I, were saying to begin with? No, I was confused. Yes. No, but but I I thought you were saying Richard Marsh knew uh, no, Joe no. Pesci. So Joe Pet. No, no, no. Uh, Billy Vera knew Joe right. Pesci. Yeah. That makes more sense then. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he talked about that about Frankie Valley and um, I'm going to see um, uh, who was it? Michael Scott. I can't remember what his name is. Something like that. Anyways, the guy that had uh, that little kid syndrome, something Michael Scott, I think his name is, isn't it? You mean like um, uh, where? Colville, uh, K- Navel, no, 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 I don't know who you mean. Navel syndrome, something like that. Is that the one where you age rapidly when you're young? Is that no? The it's one? the one where you don't physically um, become uh, bigger. Um, oh, right. Yeah. But it's but it's not like dwarfism or anything like that. No. It's a separate it's thing like, altogether. It's like, it's like Webster. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Webster is more of a guy that just stopped growing. It's more like the stop growing disease. Yeah, like ten years or twelve years old or something like something that. You just yeah. Like that, okay. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, um, so that so yeah, you should watch it. It it should be fun. I probably will pop on tomorrow though. Actually, to, during my break, you you're up two to six or something. Two to six, sometimes seven, depends on the day, but two to six for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Count me in. All right, cool, brother. All right, buddy. You have a good Thanks. night. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Um, I just want to uh, give a shout out to Ryan, who clearly holds down the show <laughs> because we're wrapping at 148 um, uh, when normally we'd be going for three hours. But you know what? I recognize that. Ryan is like fucking the most important part of this show because uh, his efforts take place where mine collapse. Um, and we'll see you next time on Black Bald. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. 
everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story begins Friday, September 23rd.